there, I'm Ann Teagarden, and this is episode 91 of the Unveiled Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. It's the holidays, and often those emotions that are locked away somehow tend to surface around this time. I know so many people that are hurting. They mostly hide it, but every now and again, it leaks out in a comment or a moment of transparency, and I can see how much it's affecting them every day. I want to help, but when I try to get anywhere near the wound, they pull back, they give me a warning, or they run away. And that's okay because I have done the same thing. I want all of you who are guarding your heart to know that there is a path to healing, complete healing. But, and it's a big but, you have to be brave enough to wade in neck deep to retrieve it. Years ago, I was journaling one morning with the Lord and Jesus said to me, I want to take you somewhere you are not going to want to go, but you need to go there. Trust me. Well, I was not very excited about that journal entry. I had no idea what it meant, but it didn't sound like any fun. A few weeks later, my sister called me and said she couldn't remember very many good memories about our mom who had passed away over about 20 years prior at the time of this phone call. She had locked away her heart from thinking about her because it hurt too much. And she was wanting to have a three-way call with me and my brother. Now, the interesting thing about her request is that it sounds fairly neutral. She wants to have a phone call. However, as she was making her request to me, everything inside of me was screaming, No, I don't want to do that. And it was almost like I was digging my heels in and just pushing this thought away. And I had no idea why I was reacting so violently against this idea. But because I had been warned, I realized that this must be the place that I don't want to go, obviously, that Jesus wants to take me. So I said, okay, I'll do it. And I also knew that this was about more than just one phone call, because I too had locked away memories of my mom. She died when I was 16. And all I allowed myself to remember was the arguing, the typical teen stuff, the way she was a cleaning Nazi, how busy she was, and how she loved her students more than she loved me because she was a teacher. Now, that was the sum total of my mom memories at that time, which is not good, especially because I actually had an amazing mother. Just to give you an idea, over 700 people showed up for her funeral. So Jesus and I began a journey. He unlocked that pent-up anger toward my mom for leaving me when I was so young. I had to let that anger out, and he helped me to deal with it. I had to forgive her for all that teen stuff that drove me crazy. And I had to let out years of grief that I had bottled up inside. And I literally grieved as if she just died. Now, I didn't grieve a whole lot at the time of her death because... I felt like I had to keep it all together, right? I was in 11th grade and I had AP classes to keep up with and I had extracurricular activities and I had a household to run. I had to do the laundry and the grocery shopping and the menu planning and the cooking and the cleaning and the ironing, la da 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 And there was no time to grieve. There probably was time if I had made time, but I, I think in truth, I didn't want to go there. Why? Probably the same reason that many of you are holding on to something. Many of you have a place in your heart that is off limits to God and others. You just, you don't go there. 
And the reason I believe that we do this is we know there's a whole dam of emotions that we barely keep the lid on every day. And we're afraid of what might happen if the dam is breached. If we open that door, we may flood the entire valley, so to speak. We're concerned that the flood of emotion may be so overwhelming, it'll totally wipe us out. So we don't go there. Can you relate? And of course, we don't go there because it hurts. And as humans, we're wired up to avoid pain. It's a survival technique. But the only way to heal old pain is to look it in the face. In episode 89, I outline how you can go to Jesus for healing of a traumatic event and he can give you healing, but you have to take it to him to find that healing. So you may want to go back and listen to that one and try that technique. Sometimes he has to take us on a journey to healing, but that journey always has a light at the end of the tunnel. Okay, He's not going to help you open up an old wound and then just leave you with it, abandon you. He has said, never will I leave you, never will I abandon you. That's Hebrews 13, 5. So during my journey, I remember sitting with Jesus one morning and he said, I want to show you something. And in my mind, I saw a cave with a locked door and he unlocked the door and we went inside. And there in the dark, there were pictures on the wall and he started shining a light on them. And in each picture was me and my mom, like a little snapshot. And as I looked at the picture, the memory of the event would just come back to me totally. And I would feel the happy feelings of that. And he even showed me one as a baby that I, I probably didn't remember myself. This unlocked so many good memories with my mom. And it made me realize that she really did love me. And Jesus explained that my belief that she loved her students more than me was actually a lie of the enemy that I was believing. The final thing I felt I needed to do on this journey was to go back to Florida to my childhood home and make peace. So I did. I would say my memory is this whole journey lasted about three months, but I cannot fully explain the healing that took place. Now, when I think about my mom, I might get a bit, bit sad or miss her, but I can remember the happy times and I don't have this gut-wrenching pain inside or the desire to flee the room or change the subject. Holding on to hurt blocks healing. Holding on to hurt, stuffing it away, causes it to fester and begin to poison us. It can even manifest as physical ailments. It's very detrimental to our emotional and physical health. Think about when an animal gets wounded and the wound isn't cleaned and it gets infected. That animal doesn't want you to come anywhere near them. He will growl, bite, and possibly run away. All the while, you're thinking, if he just let me get close to him, I could help him. Well, that's how friends and family and Jesus probably feels about us when we're trying to hide our pain. And we're saying, no, 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 don't come near it. So you have a choice. You can continue to suffer the consequences of holding it in, or you can choose to be brave and allow Jesus and or a trusted friend to meet you in that pain. You can uncover it, look at it, and allow Jesus to heal it. I'm telling you the truth. Jesus doesn't want us to continue to suffer day after day. 
He never wants our past to continue to cause us pain. He wants to set us free. John 8, 36 says, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Okay, that's good news. And he tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's what he's promising us, rest from all that pain. So can you trust him with your heart? Yes, you can. But sometimes we don't. That's the bottom line. One of the reasons we don't go there is we don't fully trust Jesus with our heart and we don't fully trust our close friends either. But remember, Jesus is kind and gentle and patient and he loves us more than anyone on earth. In Matthew eleven twenty nine, he says, for I am gentle and humble of heart. So he may take us places we don't want to go and show us things that we need to let go of or forgive, but he'll be gentle and loving about it. I promise you. And if you hear accusatory voices in your mind, well then stop because those aren't from God. Those are from Satan. True freedom is awaiting you. So will you give yourself the gift of freedom this Christmas? Okay, it's the absolute best gift you can give yourself that you can receive. You'll need a journal and a box of tissues and some uninterrupted time with Jesus set aside. And I say share with a trusted friend if you can, because that's what true friends are for. Please do not hang on to this poison in your heart any longer. Okay, it's worse than eating pesticides on your food. Detox your heart. Here is my prayer for you. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I commend my dear brothers and sisters in Christ to you. Give them the courage they need to open up the locked doors and go to those hidden places in their hearts. Sustain and comfort them through the process. Remind them of your promise in Isaiah 43 two. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. You are a good God. You are trustworthy. You will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for the healing you will bring and the freedom that is found in Jesus. Amen. You can pass through those waters and through that fire unharmed. He promises, let him take you through it, please, for your sake and the sake of those around you. And if you need help with this, feel free to contact me, Anne, A-N-N-E, at Synergia, S-Y-N-E-R-G-I-A-M-M dot com. Have a blessed Christmas season. Go in power and peace and joy.